the dreaded IRS audit. I don't know too many things beyond an IRS audit that really gets most people shaking in their boots. But having to deal with the IRS, whether it's a notice that you receive in the mail or someone knocking on your door is not fun, never exciting, and puts the dread in basically everyone, every taxpayer that I know, including myself, by the way, there's nothing worse than getting a notice in the mail, even if it's just informational and there's nothing to be worried about. So if that is you and you have the fear of the IRS and you are concerned at all about being audited, then you're going to want to listen to this episode because I'm going to be talking about red flags that can get you audited, things you want to make sure and avoid. So listen up. I'm about to dig in. Hey friend, welcome to the Small Business Finance Podcast. Do you want confidence and clarity with your business finances? Do you find yourself up late at night searching for tax deductions, how to track your business finances, or QuickBooks tips? Do you wake up with big ambitious goals, but you end up feeling confused and frustrated because accounting and tax is really boring? Hi, I'm Tiffany. I've heard this so many times from my clients who used to feel this way. They felt overwhelmed about what to do with their numbers and wish they could stop the financial madness. They wanted clarity and the ability to grasp the financial basics, know the protocol, when they had a question and to stop worrying about owing money to the IRS. But they thought they weren't good with numbers and the overwhelm put them stuck without any solid financial plan until they realized that business systems are the ticket to gaining financial confidence. In this podcast, you will learn step-by-step systems, easy-to-understand financial tips, and mindset transformation so that you will gain financial confidence as an entrepreneur. So dust off your spreadsheet, warm up your coffee, and let's get going. So first things first, there really is no foolproof way of avoiding being audited by the IRS. There are a lot of ways that the IRS audits, and I've mentioned that in prior episodes where, you know, most people, when they think of an IRS audit, they're assuming that a physical person is coming to them. They're asking for these records and you're dealing with a person face-to-face. Maybe they knock on the door of your business or the door of your home and they insist on getting the information now. I don't know if it's because of movies or what, but the reality is, is that's actually a very small percentage of IRS audits, but those were the worst kind of audits. Dealing with an actual person, not what you want to do. There are other ways to be audited, including getting notices from the IRS. You can get a notice that says that you've underpaid your taxes. Maybe they had more documents that showed more income and you didn't include that on your tax return. That is one way. There's a myriad of different ways. I'm going to talk about how you avoid all of that, whether it's somebody showing up in person or you getting a letter in the mail. And like I mentioned in my intro, sometimes you even get a letter in the mail that's literally just for informational purposes. And it's super scary. I don't like it. If I get one and it has my name on it, I have to open it immediately because I'm going, what did I do? I'm I'm the CPA here. And it's always something like, oh, we changed your address or, oh, we're just giving you a heads up. You know, you can't avoid those. I guess those are okay, but nobody likes it is the whole point. Not fun at getting IRS notices. If you don't want the IRS knocking on your door or sending you an IRS notice, then you're going to need to avoid these red flags. Number one, and I've got six of them. Number one, arithmetic errors. You want to make sure that your numbers all tie in, they all match, that you've done the math properly, that sort of thing. Because if you've got numbers that aren't adding up properly, then that's a problem. You know, addition, subtraction, that sort of thing. 
you're going to hear about it. If you don't put on the 1099 that you got as working contract labor on your tax return, then you're going to hear about it. If you didn't add the W-2 from the job that you had for, you know, two weeks, then you're going to hear about it. It doesn't usually result in a full-blown audit. It's normally just a notice where they're saying, hey, you left off this income. And if you don't agree, then you need to let us know. If you do agree, then you owe us money is typically how that works. But if you get a letter from the IRS, number one, make sure you respond. Don't just ignore it. Please, for the love of all things holy, respond to them. Give them a call. Call your CPA and have them do so. Because ignoring it is just not a good situation. It doesn't go away, I promise. But if you think that they made a mistake, then you need to respond to that and also make sure that they understand. The IRS is not above making mistakes. Trust me, they make mistakes all the time. So you have to make sure that you are taking control of the situation and sharing the information that you have so that they can rectify the situation. The other way that you might get audited by the IRS is if you have mismatched numbers. So number two, mismatched numbers. For example, if the numbers on your 1099 form don't match the interest on your return, then the IRS is going to let you know. They're going to let you know that there's something wrong here. So again, double check, make sure that the error was yours and not theirs. um, Because sometimes IRS auditors or agents or whatever And they just get mixed up and it is wrong. I see this though a lot of times with contractors. So if you file on your Schedule C and you get a 1099 in your name, that 1099 amount should match what the income is on your Schedule C. If it doesn't, that's where a lot of times this gets messed up. So you want to make sure that those numbers all tie together. The other way that um, you could potentially be more at risk for an audit is if you get most of your income from cash. Think about things like hairstylists, barbers, I guess beauticians of any sort, maybe um, people that do nails, manicures, pedicures, I guess facials, things like that as well as tattoo artists and house cleaners, landscapers, you know, those types of positions, very common to get cash um, versus being paid with a credit card or a check or that sort of thing. So if you're being paid with cash, you need to be really well aware of the fact that the IRS recognizes that your type of business gets paid in cash and um, they're not done. They realize if you get paid in cash, you're going to be tempted to not put that cash on your tax return. Be smart about it because if you get audited and the IRS does show up at your door and let's just say that you are a hairstylist, you get paid in cash a lot and they show up at your door and you've got this house that does not align with the type of income that you're showing on your tax return, like your living expenses far exceed what kind of income you have on your return, they're going to then start digging because it doesn't make sense. If you're living in a million dollar house and you only showed that you made $25,000 of income last year that was taxable, the math ain't, they, the math ain't nothing. That's all I'm going to say about that. So be really careful if you, you do get most of your income in cash. The other part of that is, is that if you do get paid a lot in cash, you need to make sure you're keeping really, really, really good records because you're going to want to be able to show an IRS agent that you have collected this cash and this is how it's impacted and this is where it was reported, etc. So really good record keeping in that scenario is important. The fourth one, you talk too much. If you talk too much and you're trying to pull a fast one on the IRS, keep your freaking mouth shut. <laughs> Don't talk. 
you need to be aware that um, the IRS gives 15 to 30% of the additional tax collected to whistleblowers. So if someone calls and snitches on you with the IRS, they get a kickback if the IRS collects more money. So whether it's your neighbor or your friend, air quotes, or whomever, and you're telling them that you have not paid in all the tax that you should or whatever, keep your mouth shut, seriously, because um, people do report to the IRS all the time and they will call you and you can end up having an issue as a result of it. That's actually even a form. It's called Form 211 that you can report people that are not paying their taxes properly. So you just need to be aware that this is a problem because um, a, a large number of serious crimes are solved because the perpetrator told somebody what they did. I mean, just think about it logically. People can't keep their mouth shut. So number four, don't talk too much. Number five, you're out of the ordinary. If you are out of the ordinary, your risk for audit goes up. Think about it like this. When your deductions are considerably greater than um, others at your income level, the computer is going to flag you. Um, And this is not someone specifically looking at your return and saying, oh, I wonder why John Smith has this. It's their, their computer technology that is seeing that and then spitting out your taxes to be reviewed because something doesn't look right for them. So the reality is, is that the IRS doesn't have unlimited time and resources. I mean, they just don't. I'll tell you, they're so backlogged, it's unbelievable. They're going to target the returns that are likely to result in the biggest collection. It's just an odds game, right? Don't pay more tax than you have to, but don't go too far across the line in your deductions. Just keep that in mind. This can even include things like charitable deductions. If you're claiming that you're giving large amounts of your income to charities, then it could red flag it. And maybe you are. I do have a client in particular that he does that. He gives a lot of his income away to charity. It's not uncommon. It does happen. But just be aware that you're going to need to make sure you have really good records. I'm a big fan of dotting your I's, crossing your T's, keeping your nose clean and making sure that you've got backup and that you're clear when it comes to this sort of stuff in case you're ever audited. Now, the last one, number six, that could create a red flag to the IRS and potentially create problems for you if your tax preparer is questionable. Okay, I said it. Don't come at me. But not all tax preparers are created equally. There are some people that I remember a situation years ago. This was before I had my firm. And a friend of mine told me he was specifically using the CPA because he always found more deductions and he always got way more money back than he should simply because the guy was like fudging and he literally said this to me and I remember thinking oh my gosh this guy's a crook what in the world but to this friend of mine he didn't care because he was getting money back that's obviously extreme the pendulum pendulum can swing the other way as well um but there are some preparers that just aren't good um they're intentionally breaking the law and they promise a large refund and then they fall. They basically climb, claim false deductions to get that for you. You know, you're here because you want to reduce your taxes. You're listening to me because that's important to you. It's equally important to make sure that what you're doing is legal and ethical. All of the things that I recommend to my clients and all the things that I put in the course that is launching October 1st 
I get it. Shameless plug. Go sign up. Get in the link in my bio or the link in my show notes. <laughs> get on the waiting list. But you're here because that's important to you. So make sure that the things that you're doing are legal and ethical and that your CPA is not suggesting you do something that is outside of the lines. There are laws where it's kind of gray. The IRS is not necessarily clear on what should be done. That's one thing to be a little bit in the gray. Um, and sometimes it's justified depending on the situation. I want to be really clear about that. But there are other times where it is very clearly outside the scope of what the IRS says. And you don't want to find yourself on the other side of that line. Because the reality is, is being audited is not fun. Even if it is just a letter, it always creates stress and angst. It does require additional work and effort and usually more fees from your CPA helping you or your time if you're doing your taxes yourself. And uh, last I checked, the whole time with the IRS is never quick. It is never easy. And it is always an issue to have to deal with that. So um, make sure that, you know, you are acting in good faith, that you're doing things the way that it should be. And if you are, it's unlikely anything bad's going to happen, um, which is good, you know, but the, the tax code is complicated. You know, everybody knows that even the IRS knows that their tax code is complicated. So just be honest. Basically, from there, you have little to fear. Just be honest, do the things the way that they should be. Make sure that you're asking the right questions of the person preparing to return and that they're just doing the things the way that they should be. So with that said, um, as always, I very much appreciate that you take the time to listen to my show. Um, I, I say that with the utmost sincerity because it really, um, I'm, I'm thankful for you. I appreciate it so much. Um, I do not take it lightly that you are listening to my podcast. So if you are enjoying my podcast, please go leave me a five-star review. Go into the episode or into my show, actually. At the very bottom, there'll be the ability to leave a five-star review. If you are not sure how to do it, just Google it. It's really very simple and quick. But do it now. Don't wait because I know what happens. We all get busy. Things happen and the phone call comes in or that your child needs help or you've got to run to pick up the kids from school or whatever and then um, you forget. So please go leave me a podcast review, a five-star one. It really, really does make a difference and I appreciate it so much. Lastly, go to the notes in my uh, for the show and get on the wait list for the, the course that's launching October 1st. You're not going to want to miss out on this. It's going to be amazing. And frankly, when you become a founder for this particular part of the course that's launching, remember there's more, more courses coming. There's more content coming because I know that this is something that people need. People need more information regarding their taxes and their finances because uh, there's just not enough out there. There just isn't. And so when you join as a founder of the first launch that I have October 1st, then I'm going to reward you because you're supporting me. And that's going to be in the form of some really amazing discounts. So go get on the list and make sure that you are alerted when we launch. With that said, thank you again for your time today, for listening to me. And I truly cannot wait until next time. See you then.